Hello there, and welcome to Grim Reading, where each episode we read and review a Brothers Grimm tale. My name is Matthew Hughes, and with me on this journey is my co-host, Mr. Adam Field. This week on Grim Reading. So make yourself comfortable and prepare for a Grim Reading. There was once a man who understood all kinds of arts. He served. <laughs> oh, clever fella! <laughs> Already loving the story. <laughs> he served in war and behaved well and bravely. Well, I don't know if you should behave well in a war. <laughs> he but, behaved himself. But when, <laughs> <laughs> but when the war was over, he received his dismissal and three farthings for his expenses on the way. Stop," said he. "I shall not be content with this." If I can only meet with the right people, the king will have yet to give me all the treasure of the country. All the treasure of the country? So he's, basically, he's been given three farthings yeah. and for he's like, fighting in a war. This is not enough, mate. He says, stop! Yeah. <laughs> in the name of the law! If I met the king, I could write this. Yeah, okay. In fact, he specifically says, the king will yet give me all the treasure of the country. Now, full of anger, he went into the forest. And he saw a man standing there who had plucked up six trees as if they were blades of corn. And our man said to him, Will you be my servant and go with me? (laughs) Yes, he answered. But first, I will take this little bundle of sticks home to my mother. And he took off one of the trees, bent it round the other trees, slung it over his back, went home to his mum. Wait, this guy's a giant? No, he's just super duper strong. And he's pulled out six trees? As if they were blades of corn. Wow. Taking them to his mummy... And come back. But this guy who's super strong is going to be this other guy's servant. (laughs) I know, I love that. (laughs) No, but it's right because this guy knows all about art. (laughs) (laughs) He did art history, BA. And he's like, you, Mr. Superman, come be my servant. And then he behaved very well in a war. (laughs) Uh, uh, So he returned uh, and went with his master. And he said, the master said, we too ought to be able to get through the world very well. Uh, And when they had walked on for a short while, they found a hunter who was kneeling. He'd shouldered his gun and was about to fire. And the master said to him, Hunter, what are you going to shoot? And the hunter said, Two miles from here, a fly is sitting on the branch of an oak tree, and I want to shoot out its left eye. Oh, come with me. If we three together, we certainly ought to be able to get on in the world. Wow, a super marksman, like a... Gladiator strength and a guy who knows a lot about art. (laughs) These are quite the superhero team. So the three head off. Yeah. And soon they come across seven windmills whose sails were turning round with great speed. And yet there was no wind blowing. Either to the left or to the right. (laughs) And no leaf was stirring either. That's weird. Then said the man, I know not what is driving the windmills. Not a breath of air is stirring. And they just carried on anyway, regardless. And after two miles, they saw a man sitting on a tree who was shutting one nostril and blowing out of the other. (laughs) He's trying to clear his nose. Good gracious. What are you doing up there? He answered, two miles from here are seven windmills. Look, I'm blowing them till they turn around. (laughs) Oh, come with me, said the man. If we four are together, we shall carry the whole world before us. Super marksman, a guy with incredible nostril skills... Uh, a guy with gladiatorial strength and a guy who knows a lot about art. 
Good. Then the blower came down and went with him, and after a while they saw a man who was standing on one leg. Ah, oh, that it is ta- a skill. And a ta- <laughs> Come with we me. Could you use that? Ah, uh, well, wait until you hear this. He'd taken the other leg off. He'd physically removed his own leg. What? And he'd laid it beside him, and the master said, You have arranged things very comfortably to have a rest. <laughs> what? I'm a runner, he replied, and to stop myself running far too fast, I've taken off one of my legs. For if I run with both, I go quicker than any bird can fly. (laughs) This guy is arrogant. So the master said, oh, go with me. If we fight together, we shall carry the whole world before us. So we've got Hopper, (laughs) a guy blows, super marksman, gladiator strength, and he knows a lot about art. An art historian. Yes. So they carried on for a while, and very shortly, they met a man who wore a cap. <laughs> You're puggling that hat off really well. This isn't just any old cap, like you or I would wear a cap. No, no this guy has a cap over one of his ears. Oh, and maverick. The master said to him, gracefully, gracefully, don't stick your cap on one ear. You look just like a Tom fool. <laughs> oh. I must wear it otherwise, said he. For if I set my hat straight, a terrible frost comes on, and all the birds in the air are frozen and drop dead on the ground. So if he doesn't cover his ear, uh, everything around him freezes. If he doesn't cover his... Wow, that's that's so bizarre. Well, it's not actually if he doesn't cover his ear, it's if he puts his hat on properly, is how it's it's phrased. Oh, come with me, said the master. He always says, oh, I like that about Uh, the master. Oh, he's surprised all the time. Yeah, but it's sort of nonchalant. Yeah, come with me. Come with me. If right. we six are together, nice. we can carry the whole world before us. Now the six came to a town where the king had proclaimed that whoever ran a race with his daughter and won the victory should be her husband. But whoever lost it must lose his head. So the king set up a race and he says, are you going to race my daughter? And if my daughter beats you, you're going to be beheaded. But if you beat her, you will marry her. Wow. So our man, the master, went up to the king and said, I'll do it. However, let my servant run for me. So he's entering the servant in for him, right. representing him. The king replied, mm, he was thinking about it because this is unusual. Mm. Then his life must also be staked so that his head and yours are both set on the victory. And they all agreed, like, okay, so if the runner loses, then you and the runner, the master and the runner will lose their head. And if you, he wins, you both get to marry it. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, and he said to the runner, now be nimble and help us to win. It was fixed that the two runners, so the, our runner and the king's daughter, had to run to a well not too far away, mm-hmm. fill up a jug with water and bring it back. And whoever oh. did that first won. Now the runner received his pitcher and the king's daughter too. And they ran at the same time. But in an instant, when the king's daughter had got a very little way... The people who were looking on could see no more of the runner, and it was just as if the wind had whistled by. In a short time, he'd reached the well, filled his pitcher with water, and turned back. Halfway home, however, he was overcome with fatigue, and he set down his pitcher, lay down, and fell asleep. Fell asleep? However, he thought ahead. He thought, maybe this isn't the best idea. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to use as a pillow a horse's skull. Because it won't be particularly comfortable, so I won't sleep very long. <laughs> it's a good plan. What a great plan. You could just not sleep. In the meantime, though, the king's daughter had ran past him, filled up her pitcher, and was running back. Now she saw him there lying asleep and was glad, because she doesn't want to marry the master. No. And said, 
My rival is delivered over into my hands. <laughs> she emptied his pitcher of water and she ran on. Dastardly. And now all would have been lost if by good luck the hunter had not been standing at the top of the castle and had not seen everything with his sharp eyes. Then said he, the king's daughter shall still not prevail against us. He loaded his gun and shot so cleverly no. that he shot the horse's skull from under the runner's head. <laughs> I thought he was going to go for the pitcher of water. He went for the horse's skull. The runner ugh, woke up, leapt up. He saw that his picture So his was... plan failed. He fell asleep on the horse's skull. Yeah, it didn't wake him up in time. But he's up now. He's jumped up. He sees his pitcher's empty and the king's daughter no. is getting towards the finish line. But he did not lose heart, however, but ran back to the well with his pitcher, again drew some water and was at home again ten minutes before the king's daughter. So he's won the race. Nice. Look, said he, I've barely stretched my legs till now. Oh. It did not deserve to be called running before. <laughs> Insufferable. But it pained the king, and still more his daughter, that she should be carried off by a common disbanded soldier like that, the master. Mm. So they took counsel with each other and how to get rid of him and his companions. And the king said to his daughter, I have thought of a way. Don't be afraid. They shall not come back again. And he said to them, mm, you shall now make merry together and eat and drink. And he took our band of six to a room which had a floor of iron and the doors were also of iron and the walls and the table. And on the table was a huge feast of all sumptuous, delicious food. And he said, go in and enjoy yourselves. His guards barred the door shut and the king went underneath the room where his cook was. And he said, set a fire, oh, a roaring fire as the iron room. hot as you can make it. Under the Iron Room. So our band of six are sitting down. They're having their meal. They're happy. They've won the day. They began to feel quite warm. Oh, dear. And they thought that the heat was caused by the food. What? But as it, really still, food. <laughs> but as it still became greater and they wanted to get out, they found the doors and windows were bolted. They became aware that the king must have an evil intention and wanted to suffocate them. However, he shall not succeed, said the one with the cap. I will cause a frost to come oh, that shall make the fire him. feel ashamed and creep away. <laughs> then he put his cap on straight and immediately there came such a frost that all heat disappeared and the food on the dishes began to freeze. Now when an hour or two had passed by and the king believed that they would have perished in the heat, he had the doors opened to see them himself. But when they were opened, all six were standing there alive and well oh. and said that they should very much like to get out and warm themselves for the food was fast frozen to the dishes with the cold. The king was furious. Bet. And he went work. down to the cook and scolded him and asked why he had not done as he'd been ordered to do. But the cook said, there's heat enough there, just look for yourself. And the king saw that the fire was burning fiercely yeah. and he thought, oh, this isn't the way to get rid of them. What else can we do? How else can I get rid of my unpleasant guests? Mm. And he had their chief brought to them, the master. And he said, If you will take gold and renounce my daughter, you shall have as much as you will. Oh yes, Lord King, he answered. Give me as much as my servant can carry, and I will not ask for your daughter. Oh, I can see where this is going. Smart, smart, And the king smart. thought, yeah, all right, that sounds fair. Yeah. And uh, the master said, In 14 days I will come and fetch it. Now... As soon as they've left, the master summoned all the tailors of the kingdom and they were to sit for 14 days and sew a sack. A gigantic sack. That's too much time. doesn't take that long to sew a sack. <laughs> well, you have no idea how big this sack okay, is. It's fair, huge. That's fair. When it was ready, the strong one who could tear up trees had to take it on his back and go with it to the king. Then said the king, 
Who can that strong fellow be who is carrying a bundle of linen on his back that is as big as a house? And he was alarmed and said, What a lot of gold he could carry away. And then he commanded a ton of gold to be brought. A ton. ton. And it took 16 of his strongest men to carry it. But the strong one picked it up as if it was nothing. In one hand, put it in the sack and said, Why don't you bring more at the same time? That hardly covers the bottom. Little by little, the king had all his treasure brought there. And the strong one pushed it into the sack. And still the sack was not even half full. Bring more, cried he. These few crumbs don't fill it. Eventually, 7,000 carts of gold had to be gathered throughout the whole kingdom. When all that was inside, there was still room for a great deal more. And he said, oh, I'll just make an end of this. I will tie up the sack, even though it's not full. So he took it on his back and he went away to his comrades. Now, when the king saw how one single man was carrying away the entire wealth of the country, (laughs) he became enraged and bade his horsemen mount and pursue the six and ordered them to take the sack away from the strong one. So he's he's got his army after the six. Two regiments speedily overtook the six and called out, You are prisoners. Put down the sack with the gold or you will all be cut to pieces. (gasps) What say you? cried the blower. (laughs) Oh, the blowers get involved. That we're prisoners. Rather than that should happen, all of you shall dance about in the air. And he closed one nostril and with the other blew on the two regiments. Then they were driven away from each other and carried into the blue sky over all the mountains, one here, the other there. One sergeant, though, cried for mercy. He had nine wounds and was a brave fellow who did not deserve ill treatment. (laughs) The blower, the blower stopped a little bit, so he just like stopped blowing yeah, for a sec. That, oh. And so the, the guy came down without injury, the lieutenant, so he nice. just sort of floats down. Yeah. And the blower said to him, while blowing presumably still, Now go home to your king and tell him he had better send some more horsemen and I'll blow them all into the air. When the king was informed of this, so the lieutenant went back to the king right. and told him what the, what's, what's happened to his a, army. Oh, he's a lieutenant, is he? Sergeant? Oh, no. No, it was a sergeant, excuse right. me. So the sergeant got back to the king. Yep. And when the king was informed of this, he said, Let the rascals go. They have the best of it. Then the six carried the riches home, divided it amongst them, and lived in content until their death. superhero film it's exactly like a marvel have you seen the avengers no that is literally the avengers <laughs> like one guy gets together all the superheroes i mean even at the end of that you have like the climactic battle with the uh, two regiments of horses yeah. it's, it's like That's a superhero so film right yes no it really is <laughs> That's amazing except the guy leading it doesn't have any special powers he just knows a lot about <laughs> art yeah it's amazing you got the well. You've even got like the guy with the cap on the ear. Is have you seen X Men? No. There's one of the characters in X Men has this thing with his eyes sort of shoot lasers, and he has to have this thing covering his eyes. So that's like that. Yeah. You got really strong man, which is you know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's that's We've Thor, that. Captain America. That's everyone. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Got Mister Blowy Man, who's like uh, Storm from X Men. Uh, right. Maybe. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't think it bears too close a scrutiny of literal like for really like. Really fast runner. Is that? Uh, oh, the Flash. The Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he can take off his own legs. But the Flash can't take off his own no. legs last time so I this, checked. So this guy's better. I, I like that the guy doesn't just like run slower. He's no, like, no, I'm going to take my actual leg. leg. <laughs> then hop really quickly. <laughs> oh, it's great. Uh, and who else is there? That's it, isn't it? The 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 marksman. He can shoot a fly's eye, eye out in two miles. <laughs> That's like, um, what's that like? I have no idea. Uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen. Uh, I don't know. No, that doesn't do him. St- but I think he's one of my, he's my favourite. The guy with the, the marksman. The marksman, yeah, he's good. He's wicked. I like the fact he went for the, he could have just shot yeah. the girl's the picture, uh, picture and genius. she would have lost. That is Instead, genius. He shot the, he woke the guy up by shooting the horse's head from underneath him. Well, I guess he needs to get him back to win. Yeah. Rather than just the girl lose, but then he, he would have woken up eventually because he's so uncomfortable yeah. on the, the horse's skull. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what superheroes are, but it's so like a super. It's like yeah. a movie. Yeah, it is. Really is. Like, assemble them. Then you've yeah, got the at the beginning. Yeah, Avengers assemble. Yeah. Then you've got the challenge. Yeah. And then you've got the the finale with the like battle scene. It's amazing. It's great. <laughs> it, it was so unexpected when I read it. I yeah. Was like, I didn't think that there'd be a story <laughs> no, like that. Not at all. There's, there's very little I could find about this story, but if you uh, look online for images, you'll come across a series of stamps that were printed in East Germany in 1977. So here you've got the... That's the guy with the cap on the ear. Oh, right. That's the marksman. kommen durch die And there you've got the guy carrying all the gold <laughs> wow. and the king's furious... So these are from 1977 East Germany. So during, you know, during the Cold yeah. War, during, that's the Soviet bloc. Yeah. This, this story, if you think about it, is kind of communist friendly. At one point, mm. they even say comrades. He went back with his comrades, oh, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. For example, there's nothing bourgeois about this story. There's no marrying a princess. No, no. Or, you know, that's how you win by becoming beautiful and rich. And, and joining the bourgeois class. That's true. This is a soldier who's been wronged. Yeah. And they are sort of robbing the bourgeois. They're Using their skills. Yeah. To, to undermine the, the inequality. Yeah. And I found that um, there was a film that came out in Ger- East Germany in 1957 called The Singing Ringing Tree, which was made by uh, DEFA, D-E-F-A, which I think is like the state-run um, right. media of, of East Germany at the time. Yeah. However, some of these stories don't really match communist way of thinking. No. So this film, 1957, The Singing Ringing Tree, uh, there were, it was called Bourgeois. Yeah. So it was actually pulled in Germany. And it was later bought in the 60s by the BBC. And it was uh, shown on, on British television. It was turned into a miniseries. And I think that for people of a slightly older generation... They really, that's one of their first things they came across with fairy tales. Really? Was this show called The Singing Ringing Tree. Singing Ringing Tree. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, apparently. <laughs> but there's like, Perfect. just some clips. I watched this, it was just really disturbing.
I know why you always swam away from me, because I mistreated the goldfish in my garden pool. It will never happen again. The bear asked what had happened, and the princess said the fish had become frozen in, so she'd freed it. Now you don't look quite so ugly. That was because she'd shown some love to the animals. He told her it was most important to remember that a good deed was always more powerful than evil magic. She should never forget that. <laughs> what is that? that is Isn't that amazing? So that is an East German production of a fairy tale. I want to know if it's just bad translation or if the line is literally, now you don't look quite so ugly. Oh. Adam is gone. He's on the floor. That is too funny. That was amazing. Oh, now you don't look quite so ugly. Got a bit of lipstick on. Anyway, Ooh. from the, 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 what's the name of the story? How six men got on in the world. Uh, basically, all I got from that was Marvel superhero film. Yeah. Communist friendly fairy tale. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Certified. <laughs> so, so what? <laughs> Certified Soviet. <laughs> what do you want to give that out of uh, out of 10, that one? Yeah, it's totally different. Totally yeah, different to totally everything else different, isn't it? I think I'm going to give it between a 6.5 and a 7. I'm going to go 7. What are you thinking? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to yeah. go 8. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Maybe there'll be more stories. Like that. I was just came as a total surprise, that yeah. story to me. Now we're going to select the next three stories that we're going to read. I've had a look at the list and uh, I've picked out three stories that sort of caught my eye. Matt doesn't know what I've picked yet, so this is going to be a surprise for him. The first next story I've chosen to read. Number five, The Wolf and the Seven Little Kids. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with The Wolf. Twenty-seven. The Bremen Town Musicians. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear all about these musicians. And number 30, The Louse and the Flea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the one before the girl without hands. I have a feeling that's a famous one, but I'm not 100% sure. I feel like I've heard of it. Yeah, I know what you mean. The Louse and the Flea? Yeah. Seems like it rings a bell. There's a, there's a few I'm really looking forward to, but I don't want to say what they are. because No, because wanna... you want me to incidentally uh, yeah. pick them. Yeah, well, what, what was it? Go through it again. The Wolf and the Seven Little Kids, the Bremen Town Musicians, <laughs> and the Louse and the Flea. Brilliant. Perfect. You can email us at grimreadingpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at grimreadingpod. Also on Instagram and Facebook, grimreading. You can find us on Podbean, podbean.com slash grimreading. And we also have a website, grimreading.wordpress.com. Keep it grim. Grim.